0: Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 Hi FM. Now disturbing topic to talk about today, but one we have to talk about nonetheless. We have on the line with us Herman Bossman, and he is head of TSU International, uh, and we're talking about the issue of kidnappings, hostage survival, and extortion, a very disturbing topic. Herman, thank you for joining us on the line. This used to be the preserve of uh, slightly dodgy South American countries, but it's unfortunately grown considerably in South Africa in the last few years.
1: Yeah, good day to you and the listeners. Yeah, this is not a typical South African crime, and uh, over the years, as we've opened our economy and with all the changes that we've seen, we've had an influx of also not only investment, but also crime that, as, as you have uh, correctly indicated, more the yeah. Latin American or Southern American type of, of kidnappings.
0: Now, one of the 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 new issues that has is coming out about kidnapping in South Africa uh, this is according to a business tech article that 's being written on the topic today, is that it also used to be a crime which was very much related to uh, wealthy people. You think of something like what happened with Lee Matthews, for example, many years ago. but the trend is now trending towards more middle class and lower income people as well
1: well i I I agree that the number that we're looking at uh, focusing on middle class and, and low income being on the high net is definitely much higher, but it's always been there. Uh, when I was still active in the South African Police Service, I've had many cases with the middle and low income um, and, and very little high net income incident. So it's always been there, but I think it's the level and the number that has increased dramatically.
0: I mean, it's actually quite astounding in actual figures. Uh, you, they're talking about uh, nearly three, more than three and a half thousand, three thousand six hundred 3,600 cases in the last year. That's, that's like three kidnappings a day.
1: Yeah, well, well that is, that is the quarterly figure. If ah. we look at the annual figure and the comparison there was on the quarter with this year and the previous year cycle, um, and indicating a just above 10% increase. But if you look year on year, it's completely a completely different story, more than a 50% increase. Um, and also, you look currently at 15,343 cases being reported in the police, currently year. Um, and, and that is an absolute shocker. Uh, it, is, it is severe. We're looking at basically 42 per day. Now, if, if you look at 42, it, it's a lot, but you must dissect this into what is the 42 stands for, what it actually comprises of. Mm. And that would be, uh, express type, um, and for various, various other types. We, in other words, have robberies, um, hijackings. And some of them, they may be in there as well. A rape, for instance, where people are taken and detained. Um, and then also the normal ones that you see high net with or for ransom. So I, I would estimate from uh, the figure of the 15, they 15 and a half thousand, roughly about five to 10% will be in the ransom uh, category, where, where there's extortion and and money, also other commodity needs to be provided.
0: Now, Herman, I think one of the things that makes kidnapping, you know, in some ways more scary is you you, you kind of feel like with burglaries or something like that, you can put bars or take an alarm. But I mean, is is there actually anything that you can do to prevent getting kidnapped?
1: Well, I, I really am glad you asked this because it is high time that. We must take responsibility. We can no longer expect our of African Police Service and all the other state or organs of state to solve this. Although, yes, there's a lot they must do and can do, which I hope that somehow we can influence that they do it because there's a solution. But from our side, before we get to that, we need to take control, as you just indicated now, with your own vehicle, your own house. So how do we do that? Number one is we must look at what is the environment that we function in every. What is it there where we live, we drive, we work, we socialize, we go to school? And looking at your own lifestyle, who you are within the context of that environment. In other words, do you jog in the morning? Yes, you jog alone. Yes, but you you can't anymore do that because in your environment, there's a high frequency of kidnappings. Can you do it in a group? Might say it's a different location. Yes, so there must be modification of where and how you do it. So we need to go and look at how do we adapt to the threat, threat, threat at the area that you're functioning.
0: Okay, so that is uh, beforehand. I mean, if someone does get kidnapped, uh, it's obviously very traumatic, and, uh, and normally the kidnappers tell people to keep it out of the news. What What is the, the protocol if you do happen to be on the wrong side of a kidnap? Well, if, you, if you've been kidnapped and... Um, or, or rather the family, that's what I meant, like if you're the family member and you're dealing with someone who's calling you to say that someone's been kidnapped.
1: Yeah, look, the family, the family is going to be faced with, with severe trauma and stress and, and chaotic moments where they don't actually know where to go and, and what I've seen is they immediately jump onto social media and do postings and that is the thing you must not do. So I was before the time uh, determine a credible person to assist me and stress the situation like that because you're not going to think here. you're going to be very emotional. So to, to have somebody you can say, John, Ben, or whoever, can you please assist me? This is how it happened and, they, and, and assist me with the processes. And then you need to understand that the moment you get a private consultant in to assist you, that you also know who that person is, reputation, history, and is that person really trained and qualified to do this? And then also the moment you do involve the police, that you make absolutely sure that you do have South African Police Service hostage negotiators contacted to assist with that and not just the local police. So that would be paramount that they need to be involved as soon as possible.
0: Hermann Bosman, he is head of TSU International Kidnapping, Hostage and Survival, Well, uh, TSU International, talking to us about kidnapping, hostage, survival and extortion. Thank you so much for joining us. And I would say maybe keep your CSO um, uh, number handy if you are in this kind of situation. I know they put out a, an explainer on this some time ago, so uh, a good third party to be thinking about.